0: seconds one time for, yeah. time for the underdog ignition sequence start let me see you put them up reach the sky touch the stars up above cause it's one time for the underdog one time for the underdog i'm patro bedevio host of item and today we're going to talk about three qualities self-made millionaires have in common earlier today i was on a flight back from ohio And I was thinking about, we were having a couple conversations with friends, and I was thinking about, you know, when we were kids, 10, 11, 12, 13 years old, you know, kids would say, what do you want to be when you grow up? And people would say, I want to play baseball, I want to do this, I want to do that. But you would hear people say, I want to be a multimillionaire, I want to be rich, I want to buy this for my mom, I want to buy that for my dad, I want to take them everywhere, I want to buy a nice car for my dad, I want to have a nice house, I want to... You know, we talk about being millionaires, right? And then we become older and we start thinking, oh my goodness, it's so hard. These people who became millionaires, they have rich families, they have all these fancy degrees, they're smarter than me, they're better than me, they're this, 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 that. And then we play small and we stay in this box and our life becomes a regular life. And uh, we don't ever really find that if we're capable of having that life of being a millionaire ourselves. And the reason why I'm using the phrase millionaire is because, you know... Many times people think for someone to become a millionaire, you need to come from a rich family or you need to be extremely smarter than everybody else, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I asked my team, I said, why don't you pull up some numbers to find out what percentage of Americans are self-made millionaires and self-made billionaires? Fidelity did a study. According to Fidelity, 86% of millionaires are self made. 86% of them are self made, meaning only 14% had family help them out financially. They came from rich families. 86% of them are regular people. And billionaires, 68% of billionaires, according to Forbes, are self made billionaires. I put the links on the bottom if you want to see both of them on the bottom of the description. And just last week, I had lunch with a president of USC and I was invited by my good friend David. And uh, uh, from CSQ magazine, it was 14 of us sitting there at Town & Gown on USC campus. And it was a lot of successful business people that were there. And um, we had a chance to hear from the president for an hour. And he had a lot of great wisdom to share with the rest of us. And you're sitting there with other people who are very successful. And you sit there and ask them questions. Now, you know this person is worth a lot of money. they made a lot of money. What made this person become a multimillionaire or a decamillion, or a billion, or whatever this story is? It's rarely ever somebody saying, I always wanted to be a millionaire, never, it's never that case, never ever the case. You ask them the question, and it comes back to pretty much, deep down inside, they all look different, personality is different, some of them are very loud, eccentric pink shirts, pink ties, colorful socks. Big personalities, some of them are very quiet, some of them are married, some are single, some are white, some are black, some are Hispanic, some are Asian, some have degrees, some don't have degrees. All of that stuff is irrelevant. But there's three things that are very relevant that you'll see amongst every single one of them. One, high level of desire. Two, they take action. Three, they're clear on their purpose. This formula was written in a book called Laws of Success. By far, it's my favorite business book I've ever read by Napoleon Hill. Desire, action, purpose. Let me explain to you what it means so maybe you can connect with this. Go back to high school. Think about the prettiest girl in high school. Everybody wanted a date. All the guys wanted a date. And think about the desire for all the guys who wanted to date or maybe go to prom with her was what? Very high, right? But action, very few guys were willing to do what? Take action and go ask her out because she may say what? No, and you may get rejected and all your friends may laugh at you. So because of humiliation and embarrassment... You didn't take that action, so your desire is high, but you never really found out. She says yes. Many cases, when you meet a friend and you say, hey, I always wanted to ask you. She says, I would have said yes, right? Desire, action, then it's purpose. Some guys ask the girl a lot, but their relationship only lasted 3, 6, 12 months. But some guys desire to be with her was high. They took action, but their purpose was to see if that's a wife to build a family with. That purpose is higher. See, to become very successful and have a shot at being a self-made person, your purpose needs to be clear as well. A lot of people have a lot of desire. They don't have a problem working hard. There's a lot of hardworking people I know, but they really don't know what they want. I mean, it's like they're just running around. You know, if I make money, I'm going to buy this. If I know that, no, there's got to be a clearer purpose. When you put those three together, you could have whatever you want in your life, but you got to know your desire, your action, and your purpose. Write those three things down, desire, action, purpose. How do you rank yourself with desire? How do you rank yourself with action? And what is your clear purpose, definite purpose on what you want?